You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for a Black and White Sports 2. Wow. We got a reaction out of Baker Mayfield to Deshaun Watson's suspension, and I got to just come out and say it. The one thing that Baker takes a bad rap for is, quote-unquote, immaturity. I mean, the Browns clown showishly said that they wanted an adult in the room and traded for Deshaun Watson. I mean, God, only the Browns. Only the damn Browns, it seems like. I feel bad. I I think Browns fans are great. I mean, I think they're knowledgeable about football. They love that team. And I got my hat's off to Browns fans for that. I know a lot of Browns fans, the great majority of them, are still pissed they traded Baker for this scumbag. But Baker came out, he made some comments, and they were very classy, very mature, interesting. I thought that was the problem, Cleveland. This don't sound like it. Baker Mayfield has surprisingly mature reaction to Deshaun Watson's suspension. Baker Mayfield kept things incredibly professional when talking about Deshaun Watson's suspension. The Cleveland Browns quarterback was hit with a six-game suspension for multiple allegations of misconduct. The Browns and the Panthers play week one, but Mayfield has zero interest in discussing the man that took his spot in Cleveland. Honestly, it's none of my business. I don't play against the other quarterback. It's the most cliche thing to say, but that's the truth when it comes down to it. I'm game planning against their defense. Mayfield told Josina Anderson Monday when asked about his reaction to the six-game suspension. When Anderson pushed for specific feelings, he refused to say anything juicy and just added, quote, I'm paid to play quarterback and lead this team and not make decisions on anything other than that. Man, that's mature. Man, that is mature. Given Mayfield's tendency to put his foot in his mouth over the years, this was about the most mature response possible from the Oklahoma Heisman winner. He didn't seem interested in at all in engaging in a discussion about what's going on in Cleveland. That's no longer his team. He has plenty on his plate to keep him busy as he tries to win QB1 in Carolina against Sam Darnold. That is a joke if they even let that be an open competition. But I guess they are. Now, look, I understand Sam Darnold knows the offense already, but still, come on. Did he probably want to get a crack at Deshaun Watson week one? Of course. Everybody wants their shot at their replacement when they're pushed out of town. He's going to have to settle for Jacoby Brissett. More, more than anything, his response from Mayfield seems to indicate he's done some serious groaning up. If you're a fan of the Panthers, you have to be happy with his response to Josina Anderson. Absolutely. And, man, OutKick redesigned their website. It looks freaking great. Um, That's neither here nor there, but you get the point. Uh, Great response from Baker. I mean, I didn't expect Baker to come out. Well, you never know. He might have come out and crushed the Browns, but he didn't. He didn't. He's He's got his eye on the ball. He's got his eye on his job. In Carolina, look, if I'm a Panthers fan, with those wide receivers, those weapons, if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, the Panthers are going to score some points. Baker's going to move the ball up and down the field, and they are going to absolutely, at least from an offensive standpoint, Baker has shown if he's healthy, if he's healthy, and he's got talent around him, Baker has showed his ass. And I can't wait to see what happens in Carolina. Yes, I'm pulling for Baker. He got screwed in Cleveland. In my opinion, he got royally screwed. I appreciate his matureness here. Uh, Might be more mature than I would have been in the situation. You know, Baker's a Texas boy like me. And yeah, we're a bunch of hotheads. We absolutely can be. So this just goes to show you there has been maturity there. There has been some development from a mature standpoint. And hopefully, you know, my only thing about Baker and Carolina is that I think Matt Rule is probably not long 
to keep that job, and I think that could hurt Baker. But if Baker goes out and he's competent this season, somebody will sign him to be their starter next season. That's the only way Baker can look at this now. So, anyway, tell me what you think, Black and White Sports 2 fans. Make sure you hit subscribe if you're over from the new channel. Appreciate it. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. All right, Black and White Sports 2 fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about White Sox manager Tony LaRusa. Tony LaRusa is pretty old. He is 77 years old. This man has been around a very, very long time in um, baseball, but um, it looks like maybe it actually may be time for this man to retire. Because there was actually a viral video going around the other day of Tony DeRusa actually falling asleep on a job. Check this out, guys. New York Post. Internet calls out Tony LaRusa for nearly falling asleep during White Sox game. Now, the camera was firmly on his face, folks. And what makes this really, really embarrassing is that this happened at the bottom of the first inning. The bottom of the first inning, not, not the seventh inning. Not the eighth inning, the bottom of the first inning. It says here, wake up, Tony. The Internet had some fun at the expense of White Sox manager Tony LaRusa Monday night. As the manager, 77, appeared close to close to nodding off during the first inning of his team's game against the Royals. As the NBC Sports Chicago cameras cut to LaRusa at the bottom of the first he appeared to flutter his eyes as if he couldn't keep them open. And here is the uh, clip here, guys. Uh, this is pretty embarrassing. Pretty embarrassing right here. At home, they've got an opportunity to do that for the first time tonight. Yeah, he was uh, He was pretty close to being knocked out completely at the bottom of the first inning. Um, it says here, the Internet pounced on the opportunity to laugh at the veteran manager. Uh, quote, he's fallen asleep in this first inning. Uh, Twitter user Moscow Mike said, and White Sox, please do something about this. Uh, quote, Tony LaRusa falling asleep while managing his team is 100% a fireable offense. Another user wrote, you get caught dozing off at your work. You're gone. This is embarrassing. You know, the man is um, the man's old. Let's just face it. the man is really, really old and um, it's probably about time that he actually uh, does retire. Um, it says here it's been that kind of season for La Russa and the White Sox who entered the season with uh, championship aspirations, but have sputtered to a 51 and 51 record. Good for third place in the AL Central. La Russa has been heavily criticized for the team's struggles and has been responsible for other gaffes throughout the season including when he intentionally walked Dodgers star Trey Turner with two strikes in the count. I, I think I remember that. <laughs> White Sox fans are at their own wits end with La Russa, and this incident surely won't help. So there you have it, guys. Tony La Russa, pretty tired. Pretty tired. Bottom of the first inning, man. I don't know if he got any sleep the previous night before. Uh, this is a bad look, man, when the cameras are directly on you and you just fall asleep. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports two fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.
black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for black and white sports too. Well, the backlash over Deshaun Watson repugnantly only receiving six games on an NFL suspension is starting to come in and we've got I've got multiple videos on this coming because some of the comparisons on suspensions is appalling right now. It is appalling and particularly when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger. I'm like, wait a minute. This just cannot stand. Now evidently there's some news out there that maybe, and I'll have this in another video, and I'll get a little more detailed on it, but the NFL is looking into this this suspension. They are reviewing it. Uh, so I don't know if this is just going to be six games. I would guess it'll stand, though. Uh, we know Watson and his bunch is not, the NFLPA is not going to pursue it. This is TMZ. Women's organization rips six-game suspension insulting and dangerous national organization for women quote it's unacceptable insulting and dangerous that's the national organization of women now responding to deshaun watson's six-game suspension for sexual misconduct telling tmz sports it clearly shows quote money talks and women are unheard watson's six-game suspension was announced monday after disciplinary officer, former U.S. District Judge Sue L. Robinson ruled the Browns quarterback violated the NFL's personal conduct policy, sidelining Watson for roughly a third of the season. Now, the nation's leading organization for women's rights says the ruling is, quote, unacceptable, insulting, and dangerous, but not surprising because the league and its players have been in similar situations before. The NFL has, a, has had a violence against women problem for years. Look, we've made videos. Countless videos. Now, we've talked, we've joked. We could have another channel on just, I mean, just violence against women, against anybody. Breaking the law. It's nuts. Every week, there's like three or four videos. I've got another video coming right now. On an ex-NFL player, a high-profile one, that just got busted again. I mean, it's ridiculous. Everyone knows it. Now said. It's worth noting the NFL didn't hand down the suspension. That was the former judge's call. In fact, the NFL reportedly wanted Watson to receive a significantly stronger suspension. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Roger Goodell, it's up to you. You can tell John Harbaugh, the Ravens coach. He won't really even comment on it. He's pissed. The league can appeal the decision if they choose. The National Organization of Women also called out the Browns organization for giving Watson $230 million despite the accusations, 20-plus lawsuits, and a pending suspension. They restructured his contract to make the majority of his $46 million first-year payout a signing bonus. Not tied to him actually playing games. Yeah. I mean, it is it is obvious. The Browns, Watson gave the NFL, the league, a massive FU in how they structured that contract. They put all that in a signing bonus and only paid him $1 million as a salary. And look, these owners have noticed that. The league noticed it. The league was pissed about it when it happened. Shame on the Cleveland Browns for rewarding Deshaun Watson. Shame on the NFL for perpetuating a system where money talks and women aren't heard. In fact, now believes the 26-year-old shouldn't see a dime from his contract on top of demanding the NFL changes its policies. Deshaun Watson must not be allowed to profit from his horrific behavior, now said. And the NFL must change its business model that allows, enables, and hides sexual misconduct into one that respects women and holds abusers accountable. Watson, who was never criminally charged, settled 23 of 24 lawsuits as of Sunday. Barring an appeal that's upheld, Watson will be available to play quarterback against the Ravens 
Week seven. Wow. I mean, it's 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 crazy. We knew there would be backlash out of this. And like I said, I've got another entire video breakdowns of comparison and suspensions and backlash. And I mean the backlash is serious. It is serious out there. People are livid over this suspension. And I knew they I knew they would be. If the guy didn't get a year, the NFL was going to get blasted. Absolutely blasted. It's it's a terrible look. Look, a lot of this has got to do with perception, optics. That is a thing in business. As somebody that managed in the corporate world for 12 years, optics and perception is a thing. And it's a thing that can damage your brand and damage your business. And this looks terrible. It looks absolutely awful. Now you got the leading women's organization out there flamethrowing the NFL. I mean, look, they look at this, they look at Ray Rice, they look at Greg Hardy, they look at Zach Stacy. I mean, all these different things, and I'm sorry, but even guys that just got out of the league, yeah, the NFL's uh, got a little responsibility in that, too, because it's something to do with the culture, evidently, in the NFL. I mean, I don't know if they're not digging deep enough on backgrounds or what they're doing, but this is crazy. And this is somebody that, you know, you I've made all these Watson videos, I was a huge Deshaun Watson guy. A huge fan. I thought this guy is going to be the future of the league. He's done really well coming out of the gate. He seems to be a high character guy. Boy, I got that one wrong, didn't I? Wow. Wow. World class scumbag. And the NFL, it looks like, is going to skate. And a lot of people will say, well, uh, this is the system the NFL has. That's the problem. It's broke. The NFL has the right to change this system. This is a new system. It didn't work, Roger Goodell. It did not work. It didn't work. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Tell me what you think, black and white sports 2 fans. Um, Look, we said, if he got a light suspension, we was going to hammer that ass. Well, here we are. We're going to hammer that ass. You better believe it. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about Woke Disney because Woke Disney is under fire right now. Um, as you guys know, me and Rhodes are Star Wars fans, at least George Lucas Star Wars fans. Uh, what Disney has uh, done to uh, Star Wars is unforgivable. Now, I've actually could have put this on um, the entertainment channel, but since this actually kind of ties into politics here, I want to put it here because, as you guys know, the left wants to violate your constitutional rights. They hate that you have the right to bear arms. But Disney, Walt Disney wants to pander to these far leftists and these far leftists don't actually support woke Disney. Well, the other day, guys, Star Wars has a new uh, TV show coming out at the end of this month, uh, Andor, based on Cassian Andor from uh, Rogue One. And in the Star Wars universe, folks, there has been a lot of weapons, whether it's the Death Star to the common blaster. Well, Disney is under fire now because apparently the Andor trailer featured an AK-47 and the leftists went berserk. Check this out on the New York Post. Disney slammed for Andor trailer featuring an AK-47. Piss me off. And these bolsters, man, th- these are the people, man, that Disney wants to pander to. You remember when uh, 
Ron DeSantis signed the parental rights and education bill. Disney said, we're not going to take a stance. And then the Wolsters in their own company came and slam Bob Chapek and Disney for not doing anything. And what did Disney do? Bob Chapek, the simp that he is, he bent the knee to the woke employees. And Bob Chapek is losing the Walt Disney Company a whole bunch of money. Disney is going broke from getting woke. But honestly, guys, when I watched the trailer, I didn't actually catch on to it because as a real Star Wars fan, there has always been weapons in Star Wars. There's been all types of blasters. So when I'm looking at the trailer, I'm not really paying attention to an AK-47. Didn't bother me whatsoever. Now, Rhodes actually caught on to it. I did not. Um, But let's read some of this. It says, who needs a lightsaber when you can have a high-powered assault rifle? Disney is being shot down for featuring what appears to be an unmodified AK-47 in its upcoming Star Wars prequel series, Andor. A full-length trailer for the 12-episode series dropped Monday with fans furious. These people are not fans. Let's just be clear about that in New York Post. These people are not fans. But anyway, furious after noticing an unnamed character brandishing what appears to be the controversial rifle doing an action scene. Um, Longtime lovers of the George Lucas sci-fi franchise say the inclusion of the weapon is unfaithful to the Star Wars universe and have slammed and or producers as lazy. It's also likely that gun reform campaigners will be triggered by the appearance of an AK-47 in a Disney show, particularly in light of recent mass shootings. Now, I really don't care if they feature an AK-47-like weapon in the show. It's Star Wars. The weapons in Star Wars have always been kind of replicas of um, things that we actually um, have here in our world. Now, this is the um, the uh, rifle in question right here. The Waltzers are triggered by this weapon that this uh, character here. I don't know who this character is, by the way. Nobody knows. But um, this is some of the uh, the crazy comments here that uh, triggered the SJWs. Let's read this first one right here. Five seconds into the trailer and you already pissed me off. The guy has an effing AK-47 in a Star Wars show. You're so lazy. You couldn't be bothered to design a space gun. I'm so tired. So very tired. Now, whoever actually did say this clearly is not a Star Wars fan. Clearly not. But these are the people that Disney wants to pander to. And Disney deserves this backlash because they have alienated Star Wars fans. They have went hard left. The hard left hates guns. They hate to see it on screen. But let's uh, read another one here. This next one says. Hard pass. No aliens and just a regular old AK-47. No creativity. Where does this take place? Russia or Ukraine? How dumb. Oh boy, I'm loving the backlash. I really am. One more here. Let's read this one. That design clearly being a prop AK-47 is just lazy. Hell, the guy looks like he's wearing a jacket and a hoodie. These aren't Star Wars designs. Oh boy. So there you have it, guys. They are triggered. They are angry with the Walt Disney Company for showing a weapon that looks a whole lot like an AK-47. These people, man, I don't know why Disney wanted to pander to these people. These people are not your target market. These people actually really do despise Star Wars. They're not fans. They're not fans of Star Wars. Because... There's always been weapons in Star Wars. Uh, Stormtroopers, all of them have um, have uh, blasters. But, uh, of course, you know, they can't hit anything, even though Princess Leia, they got it one time in the arm in Return of the Jedi. But weapons and guns have always been a part of Star Wars. Han Solo, 
Lastic Greedo. I believe he was actually the one of the first people in um in Star Wars to actually get shot and killed. You know, outside of um the opening uh, minutes of um, A New Hope, when stormtroopers are actually um attacking um Princess Leia's ship. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of Walt Disney getting backlash for showing an AK-47 in Star Wars? There's a whole bunch of guns in Star Wars, but newsflash, Disney, these people do not like your product. These people have never been Star Wars fans. But you want to pander to the hard left? Go right ahead. Sink your brand. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And it has been a while since we actually made a video on the white BLM supporter, Sean King. Yes, this is a white man that wants you to believe that he is a black man. This is nothing more than a race griff. This man has made a lot of cash actually playing the race card. Well, guys, Sean King has a bit of controversy right now because Sean King has a new member of his family. And I'm not talking about a human being. I'm talking about a dog like I have my dog right here in the video for a good reason. She's a part of the family. But uh, check this out. BLM activist Sean King used donor cash to purchase $40,000 dog. This man spent $40,000 on the dog. What does that actually have to do with BLM? What does that actually have to do with black lives? This man is a fraud. This man is fat in his pocket off a of black death. This is pretty pathetic coming from the white guy, Sean King. It says here. 
controversial Black Lives Matter activist Sean King's political PAC used donor cash to purchase a $40,000 dog that King used as a family pet, according to a Monday report. King's PAC, Grassroots Law, has handed over the sum in a pair of payments to Potrero Performance Dogs in California since December. The Washington Free Beacon reported the PAC paid Protero $10,000 in December, followed by a $30,650 payment in February. Come on, guys. I love my dog, but why does Sean King actually need a $40,000 dog? I adopted my dog in uh, 2016. But I didn't I didn't spend nowhere near forty thousand dollars on my dog. She's loved. She has a good home. But man, this is ridiculous. This man is using donor money to fatten his own pockets. Uh, Days after the second payment, King posted on Facebook about welcome welcoming a new member of the King family, a Mastiff and prize show dog named Martz. It actually probably should be Martz with X, but I digress. The post has since been deleted or made private. Why did he actually do this? He got he got um found out. People found out what he was doing. That is the white guy right there, Sean King. The grassroots PAC is aimed at boosting political campaigns for candidates aligned with King's soft on crime mentality. Yeah, this man is about defunding the police. But the organization spent nearly as much on a dog as it has on candidates. Check this out. Grassroots contributed a total of $56,000 to various political campaigns since 2021. Just $16,000 more than it reportedly spent on the animal. (laughs) This man is stealing money from you guys. Wow. Now, March's stay with the King family was not long lived, however, as Portero posted Instagram photos of the dog winning uh, top prize at an American Kennel Club competition in July. Portero explained in an early Instagram post that March has a little bit too much in- energy to be a family dog, so he came back. So he didn't have it anymore. Folks, this man got busted. He got busted, so he gave up the dog. But, however, guys, Sean King actually gave a reason why he needed this dog. Check this out, guys. Sean King defends buying $40,000 guard dog, complains he can't get a gun. Now, where does Sean King live? He lives in the People's Republic of New York. Very, very strict gun, gun laws over there. Okay. It says here. Controversial activist Sean King tried Tuesday to justify his reported $40,000 purchase of a hulking guard dog as protection from white supremacists. Yes, that is the excuse right there. White supremacy is the reason why he needs a $40,000 dog. But failed to explain why his progressive political action committee picked up the tab. Of course, he's not going to explain that. In a rambling Instagram post, King also railed against strict gun control laws in New York and New Jersey, insisting they kept him from arming himself to protect his wife and kids from death threats reportedly made by police, military snipers and white supremacist groups. Folks, don't believe this man for one second, but you know what? If you want a gun. And New York is actually stopping you from getting a gun. Guess what? They're violating your constitutional rights if you're not a criminal. But remember, you want to defund the police. So I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. This is crazy, guys. This man believes that white supremacy is the reason why he needs a $40,000 dog. And the race grip of this man is strong. And for you people out there that actually believe That this man supports black lives. And you actually donate money to him. You are a fool. You are a complete fool. If you keep donating money to Sean King. 
This man is a grifter. This man's a race hustler. This man is a white man pretending to be a black man. This man is not black. This man is 100 percent white. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. I'm back. Rudrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. As always, thank you guys and gals for watching our channel. Uh, so this is exactly why we don't take our political advice from actors. Okay, now, self-admittedly, I'm a huge Yellowstone fan, although I have not seen the last season. Uh, but I am a huge Yellowstone fan, and for the most part, I like a lot of Kevin Costner's movies. He's good as an actor. Okay, but that's just where it begins and ends. Because when it comes to political advice, I'm not looking at The Rock. I'm not looking at Kevin Costner. I'm not looking at any of these other Hollywood morons to tell me who I should vote for. I'm just not going to do it. That's what I would call a misinformed, uneducated voter that would possibly go, Oh, Liz Cheney? Kevin Costner's Kevin Costner's endorsing Liz Cheney? Well, that's where my vote's going. No. No, we're not doing that. I'm not doing it anyway. Well, Kevin Costner has come out. Now, of course, he films Yellowstone. They shoot Yellowstone up in Wyoming. Makes me think Taylor Sheridan is truly the brains behind that entire operation. Now, uh, Costner has come out and previously supported a Democrat in the past. But now, <laughs> now he is supporting this rhino who is running the kangaroo court known as January 6th, the committee. That's supposed to be some kind of court, even though Trump has no defense team in there. Uh, a total and complete witch hunt, a scam, uh, a joke. Any kind of word you want to use there that means... Um, Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Breitbart. Kevin Costner goes all in for embattled January 6th star Liz Cheney. I mean, look at that. I'm for Liz Cheney. I mean, that would have been a cool shirt if it had a picture of her as painted up like a clown. That would have been funny. She's the one that tweeted this out, by the way. I wonder if she was actually standing on set. Who the hell knows? Actor Kevin Costner, who backed Pete Buttigieg <laughs> during the 2020 Democratic primary, has thrown his star power behind Representative Liz Cheney as she faces an increasingly uphill battle in the Republican Wyoming primary. Now, I did a video yesterday evening about the fact that uh, CNN went out, ran a segment interviewing Republican voters in the great state of Wyoming. By the way, I did live in Wyoming once for six months when I was a kid. They went out and interviewed these uh, Republican voters, and to say they are completely and totally out on Liz Cheney is the understatement of the century. Why? Because the traitorous bee turned on Trump. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Man, if you can't read the tea leaves in the room, if you can't look around and tell what's going on, Trump is the Republican Party. Okay? And Liz Cheney is a Republican in name only at this point. Uh, she should just switch parties. She really should. Uh, man, she is Man, she is the, the Mitt Romney of Republicans, isn't she? <laughs> real people, real men, fuck it. Real men put country over party, Liz Cheney said in a Twitter post on Monday as she shared a photo of Kevin Costner wearing a, quote, I'm for Liz Cheney t-shirt. There she is right there. Oh, so she met a movie star. Pin a rose on your nose. Even with Yellowstone Star's endorsement, the former vice president's daughter has a long way to go if she hopes to win the Republican primary against her opponent, Harriet Hagman, who owns 
a commanding lead of 52% over Cheney's embarrassing 30%. Who is the 30% uh, that's polling for her right now? I'm going to tell you. I think it's Democrats. I do. We found out yesterday that, that, that the most money she has backing her is coming out of Democratic California. Costner endorsements have not exactly carried much weight politically in the past, considering he went all in for Mayor Pete Buttigridge during during the Democratic primary. Quote, the strength he describes isn't the kind that limits compassion in the name of America, Costner said of Buttigridge, Buttigridge, Bootygridge in 2019. It's a man who not only understands how the world looks at us, but how history will and how we ought to look at ourselves. And maybe most importantly, I see Pete as a man of his moment, maybe of his time. Wow. How can you look at the job that people like Buttigieg has done and possibly think he is competent to run for anything other than Man, I can't even say school school board uh, to be on a school board. I can't even say that because he'd bring his radical leftism to a school board. He's not qualified. He's qualified to work in the cafeteria at a school. That's that's what he's qualified to do. Earlier that year, without mentioning President Trump by name, Costner expressed dismay over the state of American politics, arguing that our selfishness has transformed the country away from its former greatness. The political landscape is so unrecognizable to me, and shame on us for being in that spot, the actor told Variety. That could change overnight, not because of a vote, but because people say, I want to try to be more than about myself. That's the definition of public service. What were you talking about, Costner? Is it is it the damn vaccine? Is that what we was talking about? Okay. Costner went on to say that the American experiment will always be great while conceding that it will wane if politics continue to go down this path. This is the greatest experiment in humankind, America, he said. This is great idea about America still exists. It's still here. People still want to come here, but we're not first in hardly anything that matters. And we have an inflated idea about how we are. It kind of sounds to me like Kevin Costner not, might might hate his country. Am I am I just reading too much into that? That kind of sounds like somebody, another actor that hates this great country of ours. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Unpatriotic, some bitch is what I, I'm gonna go out there and say. We exaggerate about what we are. Here we go. We are everything that's great, and we are everything that's human. And our humanness and our level of selfishness is overtaking our chance to be great. You know, when I hear things like, we are everything that's human, what I hear is, I want this to be a socialist country. I want us to share everything. And I want capitalism to take a back seat. What America is, is a awesome business. And America is a business, okay? It's built on capitalism. Plain and simple, whether any actor, socialist Democrat, any of these guys want to think that. I mean, they always give you some kind of social, syrupy narrative. America is human. Look. When bad things happen, Americans come together. Look at 9-11. Came together. Patriotism, enlistments went up. We will all band together. Well, we would have anyway, if it wasn't for people like Kevin Costner, who has stirred the socialist pot. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what I, that's what I get be- between the lines. And far as I'm concerned, I mean, Liz Cheney has, has sold out America in my opinion, right? And it, it's very obvious to us and to Wyoming voters. I'm in Texas. It doesn't matter. But like I said, at one time, I did live in Wyoming. God, it's beautiful. If I had my choice of any place I could 
move to to run this business, it would be Wyoming. It would be absolutely. It's God. It's it's yeah. I that's where I want my ashes to be spread is Wyoming. Um, it's the most breathtaking thing you've ever seen in your entire life, and uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, this just sounds like more socialist narrative to me. Let's share everything. You know, it. look, this world is dog-eat-dog. Dog. It is. America was built on making sure you outwork the person next to you to try to be successful. You be fair about it, but it's about hard work. It's about putting in the work. And um, that's, that's, that's why we've got such an issue between parties right now. You got a party like 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 ours, patriots, that still believe in that hard work narrative. And then you got another party that wants everything for fucking free. I, I mean, that's that's kind of what it it is about. We want this party to be about socialism, Marxism, uh, you know, tribalism. We still want it to be about hard work and morals and traditional values and all this, the, the stuff that America was actually built on. We don't give a rat's ass what Kevin Costner's got to think. I, I Look, I love him as an actor. I do. I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. But his acting ability and his roles carries 0.0000 percent weight with me with who I'm going to consider as my political candidates I'm going to support America first sorry Kevin peace I'm out till next time black and white network supporters make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And the other day, I put up a video here on this channel about the Black Marxes known as Ellie Mistal. This man is a far left lunatic, uh, wants to be a Don King lookalike. And believe it or not, guys, I'm actually older than him. I'm older than this guy. And this guy looks about 20 years older than what he is. But I digress on that. He came out the other day. and He made some very, very disrespectful comments about Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is a free thinking black man that is a conservative Republican. And the left, they really do hate that. They hate black conservatives because they want every black person to be on the Democrat plantation. This is why the Democrats have always tried to paint Republicans as racist. And that is the card that they actually play because they try to prey on people's emotions. Well, Herschel Walker, he actually responded to uh, Ellie Mistal. And he took the high road as Ellie Mistal took the low road with his disrespectful comments saying that Herschel Walker was a Republican owned Negro. Well, guys, over here now, kick. Herschel Walker responds to weird MSNBC guy who slurred him. This is Bobby Burrack over there at Outkick. And by the way, I like the new format on on the website here. Well, let's listen to uh, Herschel Walker and his response. As you guys know, Herschel Walker is a Christian. Ellie Mistal is a Marxist. And Marxists, they actually do not like and believe in God. 
let's listen to uh, Herschel Walker right here. Good morning. You know, a lot of people have been asking me to say something about the man on MSNBC that called me the N-word. Here's what I got to say about that. Shame on MSNBC and shame on him. I'm going to pray for both of them because they need Jesus. When I saw what he said, it reminded me of the differences between myself and my opponents, Senator Warnock, and the left-wing crazy that believe America is fundamentally a bad country full of racist people. They want to divide us, turn us against each other. We have our problems, but we can solve them together. You know, this is a good country, full of good people. With God's help, we're going to bring the people of Georgia back together. Let's make this a great day. God bless. So you see, guys, Herschel Walker took the high road. He didn't say any bad words about uh, any Mistal, even though if it was me, I probably would have clapped back at him. But Herschel Walker is a stand up guy. He is a man of God and the left. They hate men of God. That's why Raphael Warnock, like I said before, is a fake Christian. Because this man is supposed to be a preacher, but yet he doesn't follow the Bible. He follows the left. He's a man of the left. This man believes in abortion, whereas the Bible is clearly against that. I don't see how any uh, Christian in Georgia can actually vote for Raphael Warnock. I don't. And the left is just so radical, man. They're just so far left, man. Herschel Walker, I do wish him all the best in his run. We know that the left is definitely trying to smear him. Um, I find it kind of interesting, guys, that um, the polls now, not just in um, in uh, in Georgia, but I'm talking about like across the country. The media is trying to do their fear tactics. They're trying to tell you that, um, oh, the polls are kind of changing. You know, even though the radical left has destroyed America for the last couple of years, they're trying to do a bit of fear mongering here to get you to vote for Democrats. Now, us smart people actually know that, um, hey, we can't vote for Democrats because Democrats are the ones that have destroyed this country. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of Herschel Walker's response to the Marxist known as Ellie Mistal, Don King wannabe lookalike? Yeah. But this isn't the first time that Ellie Mistal has actually said something horrible about people in this country or this country overall. This man said that the Constitution was trash. But like I said, he's a man of the left. You know, he's a Democrat on Negro, to use this terminology. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrians for black and white sports. Well, we tried to tell you this Tom Brady and Sean Payton thing to the Miami Dolphins was real. Uh, very few people were actually talking about this. ESPN refused to acknowledge that this was real and this was a story. Well, guess what? It was real, and the NFL just obliterated the Miami Dolphins over tampering with what and with who? Tom Brady and Sean Payton. And this is unprecedented. They just got nailed. This is the New York Post. It's breaking news. Dolphins hit with huge NFL penalty for tampering with Tom Brady while, look, they tampered with Brady while he was with the Bucks. They tampered with Sean Payton while he was with the Saints. This is nuts. And, yes, yeah, it looks like Stephen Ross got suspended longer than Deshaun Watson. I mean, the NFL can be a joke sometimes. 
The Miami Dolphins have been stripped of a 2023 first-round pick and a third-round selection in 2024 in relation to, quote, impermissible communications with quarterback Tom Brady in 2019 and 20. The league announced Tuesday while citing two separate occasions. The Dolphins, who have long been leaked to Brady and Sean Payton as part of a possible quarterback coach package for the organization, also found to have had impermissible communications with both Mr. Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season. Wow. While he was under contract with Tampa. Further, the investigation noted that in January 2022, the team had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton, about having Mr. Payton serve as Miami's head coach. As a result of the violations, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross has also been suspended through October 17, 2022. Wow. Quote, and this is crazy. This quote is insane. The investigators found tampering violations of an unprecedented scope and severity, Commissioner Roger Goodell said in a statement. I know of no prior instance of a team violating the prohibition on tampering with both a head coach and a star player to the potential detriment of multiple other clubs over several years. Wow. This was a plot by Tom Brady, by Sean Payton, by the owners, uh, uh, by Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, to get this package together and go to Miami. We talked about this. We made videos about this. People in the comments section calling us nuts. And and, And we were right. The NFL went out, found it, proved it, and this was always a thing. ESPN, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, you look like idiots. They would not cover this story. They would not cover this story. We said this was the biggest story of the NFL offseason that was getting no actual attention outside, and I got to give him credit, Florio and Pro Football Talk also beat this drum. Sports Wars beat this drum. Outkick beat this drum. But the two main entities that have covered the NFL forever refused to touch this. And you can't tell me they didn't know. Okay? And I'm just going to put this out there in speculation. You're trying to tell me that University of Michigan alumni Adam Schefter did not know that University of Michigan alumni Tom Brady and Stephen Ross didn't know this was going on, never reported it. And and this video is not even about ESPN, but that just goes to show you the bullshit that goes on with the mainstream media. Here we are. The Miami Dolphins have been cremated over what Roger Goodell calls unprecedented tampering at a level that's never been seen by the NFL prior. Wow. Wow. Let us not forget. Do you know what stopped this? Brian Flores' damn racial lawsuit. What if they would have actually left and went to the Dolphins and then they found out about this? This is wild. It's wild, but it's real. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. (laughs) Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. 
tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. All right, guys, we have an update on Brittany Griner. Now, her trial has actually been going on in Russia for roughly a month now, actually probably about a month to the day. And uh, she pleaded guilty to bringing in vape cartridges and hashes oil into Russia. She admitted to it. Now, guys, we got an update that the trial is about to come to an end. Uh, Closing arguments are expected on Thursday. And now, guys, check this out on CBS Sports. Brittany Griner, Russian trial verdict and sentence expected on Friday per report. Now, here in the United States, you usually don't get the verdict and the sentencing on the same day, you know, especially in high profile cases anyway. Um, It's all going to be wrapped up according to reports this Friday. Now, I fully expect Brittany Griner to be convicted. The only question is how much time she will actually do in a Russian jail. What, what will she actually be sentenced to is the main question. It says here Brittany Griner's trial for bringing hash oil into Russia could be coming to an end this week. As a verdict and sentence are expected on Friday, according to T.J. Quinn from ESPN. Griner could be facing 10 years in prison if convicted. The WNBA star was taken into custody on February 17th at um, their airport out there near Moscow when customs allegedly found vague cartridges containing the marijuana concentrate hashes oil in a luggage. It's not even alleged. She has admitted to it. Her criminal trial began on July 1st, and since then, Griner has pleaded guilty but it's emphasized multiple times that she had no criminal intent. Well, she is still guilty no matter the intent. The news comes a week after Secretary of State Antony Blinken said publicly that the U.S. government has put a substantial proposal on the table to bring to bring Griner back to the U.S., but gave no details on it. That same day, CNN reported that this offer is to exchange convicted Russian arms trafficker Victor Boot for Griner and corporate security director Paul Whelan. The outlet later reported that Russia was also asking for convicted murderer Vadim Krasikov, although he is currently in German custody. Uh, Quote, we still believe that any exchanges of information on this topic should be discreet. Russian spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said Tuesday during a press briefing, uh, quote, megaphone diplomacy and public exchange of positions won't lead to a result. Yeah. Russia is not happy that these negotiations are actually being made public. They want everything to be pretty much under the table and um, they want it to remain pretty quiet here. Now. There is a bit of an update on what actually happened in court today. Um, It says during Tuesday's hearing, Griner's defense team questioned the original analysis of the cannabis infused vape cartridges found in Griner's luggage. The lawyers argued that the state appointed forensic expert who examined them made some technical and procedural errors. CBS News reported that they called another forensic expert, um, Dmitry Glashashev to testify on the stand. Uh, quote, the examination of the cartridges does not comply with the legislation regarding the completeness of the study and does not comply with the norms of the Russian criminal code, uh, Gladyshev said. Uh, Granis Chop trial was adjourned until Thursday for closing arguments. So there you have it, guys. That is the latest update. Closing arguments will actually start on um, Thursday and let's just call it what it is. The conviction, which is pretty much a formality at this point, man, I probably would bet my house that um, she's actually going to get convicted. I don't think there's any way she will actually be found not guilty. And now, guys, um, 
there's also another part here I want to go over real quick. Uh, check this out. Russia threatens to break off diplomatic relations with U.S. Now, it's because the U.S. is actually thinking about making um, Russia a state sponsor of terrorism. They're not happy about that. So Russia is actually thinking, all right, you guys do that. We're going to break off our diplomatic relations with you. And there's no telling how that can actually affect Brittany Griner. So we'll have to we'll actually have to keep an eye on that and uh, see what happens. But what do you guys think of this, guys? Brittany Griner verdict expected to be handed down uh, this Friday. Do you guys think there's any chance whatsoever that she actually does end up beating um, the rap? I highly doubt it, man. One percent. I'm very curious as to what what type of people have actually been able to uh, beat the Russian court system with a 99 percent conviction rate. Curious about that. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.